Okay, it's the Great Debates. Yes, podcast. Yeah. Here we are. Hi, I'm also here. Whoa, 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 whoa! whoa, whoa. Special guest in the room. I hate when you're on a podcast and they talk and you're just sitting there. I'm like, get, let's get me out there. Okay, wheel okay, me out. Okay, wow. Okay. We're gonna wheel out Esther. <laughs> Some of our guest stars Esther. have uh, complained about that in the past. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. It's common on most podcasts. It's not just you guys. Guys, we're sitting cozy in the living room here. We all have our sockies on. (laughs) We're not at the kind of normal Grabate Debate Studios table. I'm just trying to set the scene here. It's It's a sleepover vibe. It's like sweatpants happening. Everybody's got coffees. Um, And we're going to get right into it now. Right. The micro debate. Did we introduce our guest? Vaguely. (laughs) (laughs) From the Glowing Up podcast. From Alone Together seasons one and two. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> crazy are, ex-girlfriend are you really giving your own credits oh no and all your cool friends listen to this i should go <laughs> esther pavitsky is here we're not here to talk about esther's credits we're here <laughs> to jump into it right promotion is cool now yeah, yeah thank you oh um <laughs> okay i've got a top for esther to take the pro on Against Dave. Okay, let's go. Mm. Trouble in paradise. I'm going to put four minutes on the clock. Esther, are you ready? I am. Okay, cool. Uh, Here's the top. You don't need soap to get your body clean. Okay, so I believe that soap is a myth. I think it was created by corporate uh, big, big dogs who think that la- like it's all about that lather. So the lather is how we're tricking the public into thinking they need soap and toothpaste and all that. Although I do use toothpaste, that's another thing. But um, I think you don't need soap to be clean. And also I basically never use soap and you didn't really have a problem with it until a couple weeks ago when you said to me in the car, maybe you should use soap. And I was like, oh, what's what's why did you say this? Is there a problem? And you're just like, I don't know. You didn't really have a good uh, reasoning. Anyways, I think I take hot baths a lot. That's really cleaning my skin, and I just don't need soap. I think it's a myth, and I don't need it. Mm-hmm. And well, I'm perfectly clean. Okay. Well, this is more personal and intimate than I thought it was going to be, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> you do need soap to clean your body properly of bacteria and germs. Now, yes, you're onto something with the notion that like the lather is only there to give us a sort of a sort of sensation of pleasure and uh, it makes us feel like something's actually getting, you know, more is happening than there is. But the idea, but like we learned after the black plague that it's important (laughs) to use soap on your body. Now, do I think that there are too many soaps? Do I think that there are, that we do, I think that we need a different soap for our face and our body and our hair. Probably not, but on some level you need that antibacterial something and just running hot water as much as it may refresh you or may calm you or whatever it does for you it's not going to make you actually clean it's not going to rid you of disease and germs and bacteria and that is how you get clean dave i'm so happy that you mentioned one word i needed to hear you mention and that is antibacterial which is is already it's been disproven antibacterial came and then went it used to be all the rage they were making antibacterial pens and then they're like oh wait no 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 actually stop antibacterial because it kills good bacteria what you're doing right now and i hate to say this is 
a very Trump-like argument where you take an adjective and turn it into a noun, and you're going like antibacterial is used to be something, but now we know it's bad. <laughs> it's the same way Trump would go like cyber is very difficult. Like that you doesn't actually mean anything no, to no, no, say no. You know antibacterial. What is, you know what you're doing is what am you're I doing? taking something that works and you're labeling it with Trump and you're making it bad. I just meant that as an aside. That wasn't part of the. I'm sorry, but uh, what? But when you say that antibacterial bacterial whatever soap whatever it is has been disproven to be effective how is that possible like don't we know that bacteria still causes disease isn't it i'm not saying that you need to take a shower with soap every day but certainly like and i'm not even saying that you need to take a shower with soap or use soap to smell good no i'm just saying that like to properly clean oneself on some level you need to use a product that's going to get rid that's what of you the- think that is what corporate america has you believing but the truth is is that if i soak in a hot bath if i even use a washcloth and like rub that on my body hot i'm getting zones. just as clean sorry there's a phone ringing i'm getting just as clean very unprofessional. Oh no! Keep going. <laughs> I didn't know I was. You're doing not this getting time. just as clean. Also, like ju- there is a purpose that lather has. In addition to, I should I shouldn't have said that it was that it's just there for that sensation because lather does make it easier to get full coverage. To be honest, in some like of the, our dirtiest parts, Look, like in our I... hairy parts, in our in our like oh my warm God, parts. I... If well, you how will. could you go there? <laughs> Harry parts. Well, do you? I'm being on. Like, I'm if we're going to talk about soap, let's get real. Oh, time's up. I don't use soap and I'm clean and it's fine. Time's up. Times two. Time's up. Wait, I'm scared that I was confusing antibacterial with antimicrobial. Is that possible? I probably, yeah. <laughs> what is the difference? Yeah, what's the difference? I, don't, do you, I will not answer that. <laughs> Heels. I'll take a stab. A micro- uh-huh. Not all microbes are going to be bacteria, right? Uh, bacteria is a particular term. I'm reaching the end of my knowledge for hmm. a particular way of eating and processing. But bacteria in our stomach we know is good. Very different issue, but right. our, some of it isn't. Some could of apply. it is. Could apply. Could apply. Doesn't, but could. But why all of a sudden were you like, you should use soap after six years of being cool with me not using soap? <laughs> 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 I don't remember, honestly, but this is traditionally a time where we ask our moderator, Medina, to um, chime in. and not- I will tell you that I decided it would be fun to try to keep score during oh, this debate, that's and I due. think what I found is that Esther won. <gasps> oh, oh, my God. Because what, what's my present? Dave had Black Plague. <laughs> yeah. Vivid, Esther had vivid. the debunked... The debunkedness of antibacterial. <laughs> Which she kind of has already admitted she might be confusing with something else. Antimicrobial. Right. You had, you really took antibacterial into a weird rhetorical place. I couldn't help it. <laughs> it I apologize It actually about may that. have cost you a point. Oh, and then Esther there. just said that she was clean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think I was convinced by that. I do. Thank you. I accept my win graciously. I want all to know people who I work with, people who I hang with. I I use soap occasionally. Don't worry. I'm monitoring the situation. I do know that I often have bad breath. I'm also working on that as well. That's, That's coming from the inside, though. That's not a toothpaste issue. That's all. Esther, what about hand soap in the bathroom? Okay, so with hands, I'm extremely strict. I Dave can 
tell you I have hand sanitizer on me at all times and I'm really strict about it. Isn't that a form of soap? Well, because I think you need your hands to be super, super clean because you don't want germs to spread. But I think for your body, it's not like that at all. But again, same deal. Shouldn't your hands be getting some of the microbes that are out there and passing along the healthy microbes? Sure, but not when I'm about to touch my eyes, nose, or mouth because I don't want to get sick. Get to, That's how the microbes move around, the no. bacteria. <laughs> I mean, also just the idea that you're like, your hands should be super, super clean <laughs> means that like it would be... Your hands should be sanita- sanitary. Your body doesn't need to be sanitary. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying... So it's bold claim. We've got a one-year-old running around the house, and we're trying to be very sensible about how many germs we try to kill and sure. how many germs we try to let kind of like percolate so that we don't grow up with a kid or so our kid doesn't grow up with a, right. a you know, like not being able to fight germs off. I think like sensible hand washing is just about all you need. But we're, we're, I will admit to you, we're picking stuff off the floor and kind of brushing it off and giving it to her sometimes. Sure. Just because you guys are also kind of hippies. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and I don't mean that in a bad, I mean, no, in a good way. I don't lifestyle. So, Esther, <laughs> I, I do use soap in the shower, I don't use shampoo. That's a, like a man's privilege thing. We can't, uh-huh. I, can't I get, get greasy. There's, right. I don't, but although there's a new trend on Pinterest in the last few years called no poo, which is uh-huh. women trying to train their hair to not need shampoo. Well, that's what I did. Yeah. I, it took me a few weeks. It, it, I think it's cool, but I'm not there. Of course, that's the goal, but I just have so much right. greasy hair. Will, I can't. Ha- who you are have the to, top? Like, take a long vacation at the beach or something. Who are the, who are the big like no poo? <laughs> yeah, heroes of no poo. Um, I don't know. I don't know them by name, but they're out there. They exist. I mean, they've got a huge branding issue right off the bat. <laughs> it's a terrible name, right? Also, it fights that movement of guys who won't go to the bathroom. A, which is also called no poo. Right. Guys which is who just wa- what? They're like, save that energy. You Everything you eat, in. you need to use. Men don't get rid of anything. No poo. What? No poo. No poo. Yeah. It's weird that it's poo. It's a joke. Oh, I don't I always believe everything. Um uh, guys, so it feels like we're any cult leaders around. <laughs> it does feel like we've transitioned into the host chat period of the show. I think so. we have. And there's some important business we've got to deal with. Okay. What is it? We got some new great babies in the oh, world. Oh, that's right. Producer Mark welcomes uh, Amelia and Henry <gasps> into the world. Twins. Oh, twin. Twins. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Mazel twin great Mazel babies. Tov, indeed. He's not here because he's got two little maniacs <laughs> to handle, but uh, shout out to them. We're hey, really glad to have them. Hey, congrats, Producer Mark. Way to go. And Sarah. For those who don't know Mark, in addition to, or one of his duties of producing great debates is that he chooses the music right at the end of each episode yes does he still do that he does yes thoughtfully chosen and it's always always great never the obvious never the first that's exactly right and so isn't it the best feeling when someone is just you know they're doing their job well? yes he's got it he had that experience this week where we've been shopping for appliances and shout out to Tyler at the Pacific oh, Sales absolutely. in Best Buy and Atwater. Unexpected he just, hero. He just knew. You could not ask this guy a question and he would not know. the Like he just knew everything. He was so good. And it turns out his dad was the GM of Best Buy. He had op- His dad opened that store. Like Tyler just had his shit down. He and was just a born to be in Best Buy. Yes. Yeah. And everyone else weird. we had interacted with along this journey was so unhelpful. 
Do you think the American economy, American society is pretty efficient at filtering people to that, at Mark to picking the music for great debates, at Tyler to working at Best Buy? No, you have to work so hard to find those people. That's the struggle of life, isn't it? To find yourself to that That's why it's so, that's why this phenomenon of like when someone is doing the right thing, every, Mm -hmm. it, you know, it's unusual. It makes you go like, yes, yeah. this guy, yes. This is what the 50s were like. We I could don't open know up, about that. Uh, we could open up applications to pick music for the Great Debates to the entire planet Earth. And right. I would be like, don't even look No, we got yes. bother. We're good. That's yeah. how you know. That's yeah. a good test. We've got our guy. By the way, right before, just a little peek behind the curtain for the listeners, right before the debate started, <laughs> Esther was like, I I don't know if I, I guess I'll be a guest. It's I'm okay. Shy. I'll just do the micro maybe and yeah. then I'll run away. And now she's like, then she's just like, oh, shout out to Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's the kind of business sharpness that was missing from the GDs. Mm. Guys, Could I don't be. think we came here to shout out Tyler. Oh, no, sadly no. no. But I appreciate Esther's shout out. I think we came here to debate. Yeah. Yeah. And I've got yet another topic uh, that I think we're going to have Healy take the pro on. Okay. And we're going to have Esther take the con. All right. Uh, and that topic, Steve Healy, if you're ready. Yes. Is makeup is a net negative. Okay, I'm Steve Healy. I'm taking the pro. We're talking about oils, paints, chemically produced substances where the very production of them is dangerous, full of testing on rabbits and so on. It's always, anytime you hear about makeup testing, it's like one of the worst news stories you're going to hear. They've been poking out the eyes of little bunnies or something. And then that final product is just this deceitful, and uh, unnerving twist of reality that women apply to their faces because they've basically been manipulated and bullied in a kind of cosmetic Ponzi scheme by the previous generation of women who's also been doing this. So you're caught up in this arms race where you have to keep smearing more and more stuff on this face to manipulate your actual natural beauty. The end result is huge amount of cost for society that's being wastefully spended, huge amount of destruction to natural skin, the natural beauty, huge amount of trickery, deception, uh, uh, essentially lying with your face every second, which permeates into all of society and just creates just another level of deception that we don't need. Makeup could be eliminated tomorrow and billions of dollars would be freed for more productive activities and bettering the position of women in the world. Healy, I'm so glad you said everything that you said today. Um, starting off with how you mentioned animal testing, you know, like, Many other industries in our country, makeup didn't start out start out being perfect. It started and it got better and better. And thankfully, there's cruelty-free products. Many, if not most, beauty lines are cruelty-free now. And also, I'm glad you brought up the chemical aspect. There were things... We had lead lipstick in the 50s. It's not like that anymore. Now there's organic, there's clean beauty. Um... It's, you know, lipstick that's made of almond oil. There's so many good products out there on the market. You also talked about makeup being like trickery and deceitful, which is, I I really didn't like the sound of that because makeup is not about women putting it on our faces to trick men. I, I could see how from your perspective, maybe that's what you thought, but makeup for me personally is a hobby. It's something I enjoy. It's artistry. 
it's just something that I love and an experience and it's self-care and it's it's just it's something that really does bring me joy. You also mentioned the industry aspect of makeup. I'm just hearing jobs, jobs for women. <laughs> um, you know, a booming industry where lots of young women, especially on Instagram, are making money, influencers. Um, <laughs> you know, I just, from what I hear, I, I hear all positives when you're speaking negatives. It's interesting. Okay, God forbid we put any influencers out of work. So I'm <laughs> sorry about that. But let's just go through your arguments bit by bit. Lead lipstick. See, you're missing the whole, you're, this is a very typical kind of, warped thinking to be like, in the past we had lipstick, but now the stuff we have is great. No, follow the reasoning. In 50 years, whatever we're doing now is going to seem as disgusting and twisted as lead lipstick. There's no reason to think we've like solved this problem. Of course, as long as we're putting artificial stuff on our faces, there's going to be something bad about it. So should we stop using iPhones? I probably, but you know, one thing at a time. Let's deal with so the most your... unnecessary thing okay, first. No, no, no. So copy. So you're in your <laughs> world, we are just kind of like precogs or whatever like in minority report we don't touch or do anything that might cause us harm we we don't enjoy life we just kind of like sit there and be i think if, if a product has a history of being extremely fucked up and essentially useless then yeah get rid of it it's a net negative that's what we're debating here is it good or bad the historical evidence suggests very very bad you know what i wish i could do i wish i could go around and tell everyone who does something that i don't understand how useless it is i could go tell Dave King the Patriots are useless I could tell you books are useless I would love to walk around and tell everybody how useless their thing is because it is useless books are useless to me however <laughs> lipstick is of good God. use <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's kind. You're kind of an interesting case because it's like I'm debating somebody who is very, very good at it. You have a makeup or sort of oh, oh my god, really? right? You're in the top one percent of makeup excellence, right? Wouldn't you say? And it's a hobby for you, and you enjoy it. But what's what's underneath the pyramid below you? millions of girls who are struggling to keep up and compete. They don't have your natural ability. It's a work for them. It's an expense. How are they going to get the money to pay for Sephora? It's just a drain on them, but they have to do it. They have to keep up because this scheme of makeup has infected the entire world. You know what I want for you to do? I mm -hmm. want you to go to Glowing Up, go, go back in the archives, listen to an episode with a makeup artist, Golden Sunshine, who worked on Beyonce's Lemonade, and she has the best dollar store makeup hacks you're ever going to find. So the makeup is for all price ranges. You have Sephora, you have drugs, beauty stores, and then you have drugstore makeup, you have dollar store makeup. So it's for, it's for everyone to enjoy. But it's a draw. At any level, it's taking money out of your pocket. Yeah, but what, what and going are, to a product that doesn't free? make people safer, free? healthier, happier? It just makes them feel more confused. It makes them work harder. It gives them another assignment in their life. It makes their day a little longer. Now, let me ask you this: What's worse, sitting in your anxiety, questioning your self, your self worth, your existence, being anxious, not knowing where to go or what to do, or, hey, I'm gonna pull out some makeup and I'm just gonna play. I'm just going to be free and childlike and play. This is a, you're essentially a tool of big makeup and you are one of their most effective salespeople. The makeup is like, uh, his, you know, uh, Mary Kay or whatever. These things were truly pyramid schemes and th that's natural enough to spit out from the makeup business, which itself is a pyramid scheme. And as with any pyramid it's scheme, marketing, it's presented as getting you out of trouble, saving you from your anxiety. But of course it's just making the problem worse. Like a cigarette smoker, 
smoker thinks that smoking another cigarette is going to reduce their anxiety, but they miss that each time it's making them more and more anxious, catching them deeper and deeper in an anxiety trap that's unending. And that's what the makeup business is. It's an unending, continuing, perpetual motion machine that's taking money from you, taking energy out of more productive uh, fields of enterprise and exploration. Certainly a point of view. Certainly a point of view. However... For me, it brings me joy. It's a hobby. I like it. I like how it makes me feel. I like playing with it. I, I like the just all the tactile factors of makeup. It's something that brings me joy. And I, I just don't see, quite frankly, how you can fight me on that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Maybe we should end there. I'll throw to the moderator on that. Wow. <laughs> she doesn't even understand how you, on a show called Great Debates, she doesn't understand how you could argue with her. About <laughs> Why are you arguing about this? I think that was a pretty good debate. Yeah, I thought it was very... Am I wrong about that? No, I that? thought it was good. Strong vibrant. points on both sides, vibrant, and I thought pretty even. Yeah, so Healy came in with what I thought was a beautiful example of the opening statement. Yeah. Like, this is a guy clearly who has done this umpteen times on a podcast called Great Debates. He pulled there the was, phrase cosmetic were, Ponzi scheme out of thin air. <laughs> it was beautiful. But there were many different points to his early argument and, like, great imagery. But then I felt like Esther just mowed him right down. Yeah. Every single little weed that had sprouted got sort of chopped off. So I agree. I think it was sort of... I'm tempted to go with, with the joy argument because it's sort of uplifting. And mm, I played di- to the moderator. Mm. Difficult to get a, sort of like a positivity out of the con sometimes. Mm, true, true. So that sort I could of, have found some more positivity you know, there. Um, but Healy, at, I will say at the, at the end there, your passion was also very persuasive. Mm. I also, yeah, I feel like your last thing was pretty good, and I kind of didn't know what to say to it. Wait, which, as a makeup advocate, what do you think is the strongest argument against makeup? Um, maybe that, like, just, it can become a thing that makes people feel insecure. It right. can go that route, of course. We right. all know that. But right. if you choose not to have that mindset, or, you know, if you try, try to have it for fun and good. If you had to go a month without makeup, what would be the feelings? Do you think you'd discover anything new about yourself? Oh, not at all. I mean, I don't wear makeup all the time okay, by any it. stretch. Most of the time. You know. Yeah, I don't. But that's but when I'm like bored and want to have fun with it, that's when I put it on. So that would no month a month with no makeup would be totally fine. Do you think if we took a vote of all women on planet Earth, no makeup ever, or we're gonna keep going, they'd vote. Hmm. Keep going. Yeah. I guess they're voting with their dollars anyway. It's fun. You know, we've done hundreds of episodes of this show, and Esther was the first debater to use a new tactic, which is just simply blow into the microphone loudly while while the other debater is making excellent points. Just sit and stew and let let your steam come out straight into the microphone. Teapot debate. Yeah, the teapots, the teapot technique. It may have worked in your favor. I think so. It rattled me. It was really? Good. I didn't. I well, feel bad. You're not I wearing headphones, headphones, so I didn't. It was quite loud. Funny. Yeah, <gasps> a person with mic technique. Um, 
Esther Pavitsky, what a treat. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. To have um, you on the show. I'll step step out, let you guys do your normal thing, right? No, we're, we're done, man. man. You took it home. Yeah, that's there. a debate. That's, that's an, an episode? Yeah, that's yeah. an episode. Oh my gosh, wow, this was my episode. This yeah. was your episode. Thank you so this much. This was it. This was the audition. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, guys, hit us up. Let us know what you think about soap and makeup. <laughs> the Great Debates 69 everywhere. And we'll see you next week on The Great Debates. Oh, make me over. The Great Debates is produced by Mark Caricello. The theme song was composed by Christopher Knight. The debaters are Steve Healy and Dave King, and the podcast is moderated by Dan Medina.